talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. This is the time on the show that we love to put a spotlight on a local business because heaven knows these are tough times for local businesses in this area. And if we can draw your attention to some of them, and who knows, maybe something you hear clicks and you say, you know what, I got I got some Christmas shopping to do. I think I got to go support that place or go check it out. Uh, that's what this is about. And I must tell you, I don't know who the market is as far as Christmas gifts for this next place, but if you have never been here, you must. This is. There are great stores in this city. I would defy you to find a more interesting store in this city, or frankly, any other city. I don't know that there is a more interesting shopping experience than you will find at the Cabinet of Curiosities. Want to bring in Mark Drack, who is the founder and owner and, well, he does everything else at that place. Mark, how are you today? Yeah, yeah I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Scott. Uh, listen, I, I really appreciate you doing this. I'm, I'm thinking about your store and I'm thinking, I, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a Christmas shopping store. Do people want a skull under the tree for Christmas? I don't know, but boy, there's a lot of stuff to look at there. Well, I got to tell you, first off, I really appreciate the intro. I couldn't have said that better myself. Uh, the whole point of the store is to be unique and to be original and to have that wow factor for essentially virtually everything in the store. We wanted to have a story and a, and a, and a backstory to it. Um, and it is, it is that. You will find everything in here. It's, it's hard to comprehend and take in everything that's on the shelves we've got in the shop here. I kind of describe it closer to a um, nightmare before Christmas that, that would <laughs> as fit. opposed to the Christmas. <laughs> no, that would work. I mean, I, I, I'm sure you've heard the word, you may have used the word macabre has probably been used when talking Absolutely. about your show. Uh, weird. I mean, do any of these words, I, I, you know, I've never asked, do any of these words insult you when people say, hey, you have the weirdest store in Hamilton? No, not at all. We embrace it. Uh, the feedback we've been getting since we set up here at 341 on Ottawa Street North, the, the feedback is fantastic. Uh, you know, we welcome everybody in with open arms, and we have not had any negative effects or, or, or negative reactions whatsoever. Fully embraced by the community, and I can't tell you how it feels. Uh, again, we work so hard at this to uh, to make something completely unique in the experience. I mean, there's not a hard sell here. You can come in. We've been described as a museum uh, that you can actually walk home with the material. You know, sometimes we get caught up going into a museum, and it's like, oh, my God, I wish I had that. I wish I could own that. Well, here you actually can. So we embrace that when, when they recognize that, you know, weird is good. Weird is original. Weird is unique. We have way too much of the same block after block after block. You will not find that in this You store. No, you will not. Now, Mark, just, okay, so, you know, there are people tuning in who they, they heard the name Cabinet of Curiosities and they're hearing us talking. Uh, but truly, when they hear weird, I don't know if they truly comprehend what we are talking about. Give me an idea, give the, the listening audience a little bit of an idea of a few of the things that would fall into that category that when they walk in, their jaw may drop open because it's in your store. Well, I think the first thing they're going to come upon when they open the doors, they're set up with our little Victorian uh, setting at the front of the shop, and it's got two Victorian coffins from 1880, the child's casket and an adult casket there, as well as a carved wooden tombstone, and we've got the uh, plague mask, uh, that are made by a local artist here in Hamilton uh, that, that represent the, the bubonic plague of the 1400s. It's that kind of long beak, uh, crow-looking mask. You walk directly into the natural history and you're met with a woolly mammoth leg bone and 
300 million year old uh, fossilized shark's teeth and megalodon teeth. And, and then you can carry through to the tribal art section where we've got tribal masks and authentic art. We've got Tibetan skull caps that were used for uh, their rituals and ceremonies. Uh, you know, we've got a medical quack section that includes everything from an actual box that was like sauna box that you sat in. You might have seen this in like a 1930s TV show or something like that about about the quack medicine era where your head pops up and you're sitting in this box getting a vapor treatment. Or we've I got, think you can still uh, buy those on Amazon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Modern yeah. versions, but... It's going to have that authentic feel to it. <laughs> You know, but we've also got things like, uh, you know, Victorian medical specimens, which are completely unique and they're deaccessioned from museums and hospital collections and doctor's collections. So we've got like a human leg or a human spine, a skeletal leg, right? Um, we have quack medicine bottles from, uh, you know, fully labeled contents from the mid 1800s, early 1800s, right up to the 1900s. Uh, then we take you into our funeral rites section where we've got uh, like I said, carved wooden tombstones, or we've got coffin plaques. We've got uh, memento mori pieces that were uh, death wreaths made to commemorate someone's life, and they were made out of uh, human hair from the family, uh, sometimes from the huh. deceased. You know, so there's there's no end to the realm. There's of no it. end. No. Qualify. We do mix in that really unique Victorian decor as well. So we have a tremendous selection right now of antique toys and vintage toys. Uh, dating back to the 1850s, 1860s, right through to the 1950s, 1960s. Um, you it know, is, it is, yeah, it toys. is totally unique. Mark, I gotta, I gotta ask: Do people ever come in and, after looking around for a few minutes, go to you and say, "Is this even legal?" I mean, has that ever come up that people wonder well, if you can have this up. stuff? Yeah, it does pop up, but I mean, it, rest assured, we're not in the business to insult or, or, uh, you know sell illegal material we're not in that business we're in the business where everything is ethically sourced we know the background and the history where it comes from and like i said the stuff that surprises people the most like for example a human skull that can come from a doctor's uh a doctor's office's collection or a medical uh deaccession a museum uh these things happen i mean these are orient pieces they're uh in some case hundreds of years old in some cases maybe up to 1900 but they were sold often to artists, medical students, they were to uh, hospitals for research, and at some point they were deaccessioned and went into the public world and, and became, uh, you know, a part of people's collections. I mean, in the end, it's not really a macabre thing. It's about a fascination with life and a fascination with death. I mean, we live with it every day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, other cultures around the world embrace it to a far different level than we do here. Here, it's just a little bore, a little bit more. Uh, unique and a little bit more odd to be able to walk in and see a tombstone or a coffin plaque or a hair wreath or a human skull. Huh. You know, a lot of people, time, a lot of times people are like, kind of, what's, what's going on here? They kind of jump back from it. But then I'll tell them about it. And I'll give them the background. I'll give them the history of it. And you embrace it for what it is. You know, it's, it's art. It's history. It's the essence of life and death. So. Mark, we have 10 seconds left. I know in your old place, you used to be in Dundas on Hat Street, yeah. and I know you said once upon a time you told me that there was a belief that that place had been haunted. Is your new place that you moved into haunted yet, or is it still fine? 
it, it's still fine. It's, I, I have to leave here. Usually I'm pulling the shift up till 9, 10, 11 at night, and it is pitch black when I walk out of here. I got to admit, sometimes the hair stands up in the back of my neck, but nothing's reset and grabbed me yet. We're good so far. Mark Drack, <laughs> founder and co-owner of Cabinet of Curiosities. What's your address again or your website if people want to check you out? We are at 341 Ottawa Street North in Hamilton. Right on the corner of Barton and Ottawa Street, we've got 4,000 square feet that's just going to blow everybody's mind. And like I say, it's an experience as much as as it is retail shopping. And cabinetofcuriosities.ca, correct? That's correct. Mark Drack, really appreciate you doing this. Thanks for taking a few minutes today. Hey, I appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. You as well. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.